What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. This is the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Tuesday, December 5th, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about the Babe Ruth card that was in all of the headlines and what the final price of that card was for. Welcome to HobbyNewsDaily.com, an online resource for the latest news about sports cards, memorabilia, and other collectibles. We hope to provide information and a little fun with your hobby experience. Every morning, you can listen to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute for a quick update as you start the day. So late Sunday night, uh, because there was a bunch of extended extended bidding, I, I, I guess with Robert Edward Auctions, if any bids are put in on some of the top auctions, it goes to extended bidding, which means a an extra 15 minutes gets added to all the items so like if you listen to last night's episode i the, the auction just wasn't done yet but it was like it was 11 30 and i'm like i can I'll, I'll do a full episode on this the next day because there was some news i talked about on the podcast yesterday but like i said so the card sold for ended up being for 7.2 million dollars and it's now the third most expensive sports card behind the 1952 Mickey Mantle that I believe was in an SGC 9.5 and a Tito 6 Honus Wagner that sold for 7.25 million dollars so it was it was I guess that would be 50 grand I think I yeah 50 it would be just about 50 grand less than that Honus Wagner card and I I have a few different thoughts on the card. One being obviously phenomenal that, you know, we still have cards that are selling in the industry. We have pieces of our industry, things in our industry that are selling for $7 million. That's obviously phenomenal news. That is, you know, we, some people thought that it was going to be the most expensive sports card of all time. And that's kind of my other thought about it. But I do want to talk about that. I don't necessarily think... This is a, um, hmm, how do I want to say this? I don't think this is a catalyst for the industry to see any type of significant bump the way that, like, um, like when the Mike Trout, uh, when the Mike Trout or, you know, any of these early cards, probably back in like 2020, 2021, uh, so it's probably at that point, and at that point, some of these high crazy value cards were, or maybe you could even say the one of the PSA nine Mickey Mantles that sold for, um, I believe it was five point two million dollars. I think um, those I felt were catalysts for the market for people to kind of um, come back into the market and hopefully increase some of the prices of certain cards. I really don't think that this is one of those cards that's going to do it. I think it's interesting that it's like it's sort of a card that hasn't really been on the radar necessarily. I mean, a lot of the top cards if you look at them, it's a lot of Mickey Mantles, it's a lot of, you know, Tito 6 Honus Wagners, it's a, you know that Mike Trout card that's in that list that sold a couple years ago. Uh, it's a lot of those types of cards, so it's it's good to see, you know, a card that I feel like maybe wasn't on people's radar jump into this into the conversation now that's the positives i think and i don't even really i don't know i don't necessarily think that these things are negatives but like i talked about on you know it was a couple it was i don't know it was a couple weeks ago when this card was really getting announced i was seeing all the headlines and this is the part that I don't necessarily like. And I talk, I think I, I'm almost positive I talked about it on the podcast. And I said, like, where did these numbers come from? Like, who is the one that is promoting that this number is going to sell for 
for over the could because all the headlines of all these mainstream media outlets that aren't even sports card outlets they were they were some of the sports card uh there were the some of the sports card you know news breaking people but then there was like mainstream outlets like i think there was a washington post article there was a i think i saw like a new york a new york post article like there were multiple different articles written with basically the same headline basically they were all saying that this was going to be the most expensive sports card of all time this was going to be over 12 million dollars because the 12.5 is what that uh is what that mickey mantle sold for i believe back in 2022 every article everybody was talking about it so like this is the i think it inter- it opens up an interesting conversation in my opinion for like how much promotion of sports cards should be allowed i guess but i i don't know it, it's 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 very it's i think it's a i think it's a thin line between like promotion of this card and like trying to pump up the card and the price of the card like and i think that i think actually it's potentially a good thing that this card didn't break the record because maybe it is setting some sort of precedent that like people that are looking to buy these cards aren't going to buy the card for a certain price because people are telling them to like i think probably back in a couple a couple years ago honestly like 20 like i said 2020 2021 if an article was written like that about a certain card i'm pretty i'm almost positive that the card would have sold for that record amount like it, 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 we are just in different a different time and a different era within the market. I think the market has gotten a lot smarter when it comes to these things. Like, like I said, you know, I'm I work in marketing. I have maybe more of a um, more of a spidey sense when it comes to I see something and I'm like, you know, this seems weird. Like for you know, for example, like <laughs> there's this random, but it's just like the Snoop Dogg thing. Like when Snoop Dogg they came out with that information, Snoop Dogg was gonna stop smoking literally within 30 seconds i was like this is a marketing campaign like this is not because everybody was just running with this headline snoop dogg says that he's gonna stop smoking and then like a week later it comes out that he's doing an advertisement for like a smokeless grill and it's like yeah this you know it was the most it was the most obvious in my head when i looked at it, it was the most obvious marketing campaign of all time so it's like when non-sports card publications are talking about a sports card breaking the breaking the record in my mind there's obviously some sort of marketing campaign going on here and i think even on that podcast where i talked about that a little bit like i was wondering like where this card would end and like if like if this card like how much money was sort of spent on this marketing campaign and like where if that really affected the price like i don't really know like i mean you know, all the articles were saying that it was going to sell for sell sell for twelve million dollars. So if this card sells for twelve million dollars, I would imagine that whatever they spent on the marketing campaign probably would have been worth it. Now, who is about who is evaluating this? Who is the person? Where did the mark? Where did the campaign come from? Who who set this up? Who's did who did this? This is sort of the point that I want to try and. I don't know where or who or or who the original source was or who was the one that came out with these articles or who was the one that was telling people to write these articles because it was clear that, you know, and here's like maybe a little bit of behind the scenes from a marketing thing. Like the majority of articles about random things on like the Washington Post and these these other uh, these other media publications, they're just purchased. Like you can just buy an article and you can just buy a spot in there and you can get a headline by purchasing it like – Yes, they're obviously writing organic articles as well, but like, you know, 
other than advertising, I would say a significant portion of the revenue that these media companies are bringing in are like people that are paying for articles. So it's like, you know, it's like when you see like some fake guru or you see some person selling like a marketing course or you see some person who's like this mogul standing in front of private jets and all these watches and all these cars. It's like when you see that they have an article in Forbes or you see they have an article in all or like Yahoo News or something like that. And if you all you have to do is really look into it and say most of the articles do say this. They say this is a paid this was a paid promotion. Uh, I, I don't know if the I forget off the top of my head if the if the article said that for this, but if I had to guess, I would say that there's probably that it probably was like there probably was a pretty good chance that this was a paid marketing campaign. So, like I said, let me get back to this other point. So, like if the if the card sold for twelve million dollars, then yes, the marketing whatever money they spent on the marketing campaign, I'm sure was worth the money. But like. It sold for $5 million less. It almost sold for less than half of what these articles were saying that they were going to sell for. So like I said, it's a good thing. I think that the market has gotten a lot smarter when it comes to things like that and smarter in the sense that like they're not just going to fall for these media outlets saying it should sell for this much and then it does and then that's it did because it because people said that it should. It sold for what it sold because the market is always going to be the market and – like if this if the card you know if if maybe it's actually a 3 million dollar worth 3 million dollars like did the marketing campaign boost it 4 million dollars and like that doubled it and they were kind of looking at it like I said I just don't know where I don't know where the money how much they how much they purchased some of those articles for or what they did but you know it it really is it's something that is a good thing that I think it's it's good for two reasons. It's good because the card sold for seven million dollars. That's obviously phenomenal. But it's also good that I think the market has evolved and matured a little bit to the point where you can't just tell the market what the card is worth. The market is going to determine what the mark what the card is worth, not someone telling you what it's worth. Um, and I think we've seen that. You know, I don't I don't know. I think there was a trend probably you know in the sports card industry within cards. And I mean, I definitely did this where I was like. This card, I think, should could be this price, like, and giving sort of you know market market projections, which I don't know. Looking back on it, I, I think I was a little naive, honestly. Like, and I think it was easy content to make because you could really you could really just throw a rock. It almost was like throwing a rock into the Grand Canyon, and like you or like shooting fish in a barrel. I think is the is the other phrase for it. Like, you really could say any card was going to go up, and it would. So. I think, like I said, the market has matured, and because just because people are saying that a card is worth a certain amount, the market is what is actually going to determine what that card is worth, which I think is actually a really good thing uh, because of sort of what has happened to the market and how it's matured over these past few years. Remember to follow at Hobby News Daily and sign up for the mailing list at HobbyNewsDaily.com and keep collecting.